Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live from Seattle area places. I'm in Bothell. Our author that we're interviewing today, Trevor Blake, is just down the street from me, actually. And Vinny's in uh, Bellevue at the Bellevue studio waiting for us to all be able to go get a cup of coffee without yeah. a mask and walk into the studio and sit down and <laughs> laugh our heads off together. Oh, but can't even. I miss it so much. I really do. <laughs> you don't even know. Like, I miss it so much. I really oh, do. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, we don't know when that's going to happen again. So now we all have little mini studios in all of our houses, mm-hmm. you know, so that we can still provide the joy and the fun that we love to do, like right. interview amazing mm-hmm. people like Trevor Blake. So Trevor, I've interviewed you. I think this is our third or fourth time uh, yeah. interviewing you. And yeah. you're the author of Three Simple Steps, which is a truly spiritual, amazing manifesting book um, that I love. It's a true account of your life and how your life changed through meditation and elevated consciousness and dreaming and high vibration. Um, so I love that book. Thank you for writing it. And when I found out you wrote another one, which I just found out a few weeks ago when we were chatting secrets to a successful startup, because you have, is it three startups that you've created that are successful? Uh, actually, so five now. So, so I'm, five. I'm currently running four and five, but I sold the previous three. Oh, did I, like you really? to, I like to build it quickly and then, and then exit. Cause I get, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've sold them for more than $3 million, 300 um, million, 300 million. Okay. Wow. All right. You're right. That's, that's exactly what it says. Pleasure, just, pleasure to officially meet a millionaire. I thought maybe I got it wrong. Wow. No, 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 no. I just didn't look at all the zeros when I was, no, it's 300 million in enterprise value. I didn't get the whole 300 million, of course, cause I had invested, but I'm not complaining. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want you to complain. And so you wrote this lovely book, which I think is so incredibly timely because people are on pause right now. People aren't sure what they're going to do with their life. They're not sure if they're happy. Some people are unemployed. And according to a lot of the statistics that you wrote in the beginning of this book um, is that we have a lot of people who try or begin a business every single year throughout the world. Millions of people actually um, start a startup of some sort every single year in the in the world right uh, five hundred thousand per month in america wow it's, it's it's the backbone of the economy and unfortunately it gets it tends to get ignored because you know media can't cover individual companies they you know what watching a jc penny go bankrupt it makes you know fearful headlines watching <laughs> you know a handful of startups go out of business really no one seems to really care so that's one of the reasons i wrote the book actually so to give people the confidence that you know we are the backbone of the economy Right. And a majority of those people who begin businesses, just no matter what country they live in, are women. Right. And it's almost 50-50 now, finally. Really? Uh, finally? Yeah. <laughs> finally for the men is what you're saying. <laughs> no, actually the opposite. Really? Actually, yeah. My, my, my uh, regular working career was uh, when I worked with women was much more successful, much more pleasant than I work, when I worked for, for male leaders. Mm-hmm. And the statistics show that female leaders are far more successful and, and not, not just a little bit, 66% more profitable than male-led companies. I mean, wow. who doesn't want a piece of that? But the sad part of it is the VCs, 98% of their money goes to male-led companies. 
They just oh, haven't they just haven't figured it out yet. They haven't clicked on. So huh. in, in my companies, whenever I'm, um, you know, I, I don't have employees. I use what I call a hub model, which is a sort of model of alliances. So I have vendors and it's like, a, it's like I'm like a conductor of an orchestra rather than a wow. CEO of a, a, a standard sort of hierarchical company. Um, but when I'm picking vendors, if, if I find a vendor that's female led, I know that that's going to be a better experience for me than if I find a vendor that's male led, simply wow. because you don't get those ego pull all the time and i think the well you know better than i do about this stuff but i think the energy of the world is shifting from the sort of male linear slow energy to this sort of swirling i know i'm not talking genders but it's like yin right. yang, but this swirling female energy where everything has to happen faster so you've got to be adaptable and you've got to have strong intuition to make key decisions so i wow. think that's why these days female-led companies are doing so much better because your intuition is stronger and you're and you're more in tune with it and people like me have to catch up you know, I work really hard <laughs> on my intuition, but I've probably got 10% of your intuition, but I'm, well, you know. But we know how fabulous your intuition is when it comes to businesses and, and making things work. And some of your companies are about medical, um, you know, breakthroughs uh, to help individuals heal and grow faster and, and, and not, you know, hopefully have to pay horrific fees for <laughs> medical systems or devices. And also, um, beautiful uh, breakthroughs in cancer treatments where people um, take less strong medication to heal very devastating diseases. Yeah, I think it's really, you know, the, the medical, I'm not a, um, a doctor or anything, I'm, I'm just a sales guy, but um, I find myself in these positions because, you you know, like most people I know who are successful entrepreneurs don't start out to be a successful entrepreneur. They, they find something that makes them mad and they go about fixing it <laughs> and they become an entrepreneur. I I read that in your book because you talk about passion and you were trying yeah. to figure out what you wanted to do and all the things that you liked and you do think that's an important aspect. Yeah, you know, find something that makes you mad. And so in the cancer world, <laughs> I, I found, you know, I, I watched my mother suffer horrific side effects from chemotherapy. And so, you know, I, I just had the thought one day, is it possible to make a non-toxic chemotherapy, a non-toxic cancer treatment? Of course, everyone says, no, it's impossible. You don't know what you're doing and all the rest of it. But here we are. We're in phase one clinical trials with, you know, what looks like an efficacious drug that doesn't diminish quality of life. And isn't that a beautiful thing to be involved oh, in? I was an oncology nurse, so absolutely. I, your wife was an oncology nurse as well. True, yes, um, yes. So of course we completely understand about how can we help our patients thrive and survive and not eradicate their body, no yeah, matter how no long they live. Yeah, yeah, right? I think that, isn't that the number one, the prime directive, do no harm? It is, do no yeah. harm, do no harm. So, So passion, something you like, but also needs to make you mad. In other words, I think anger or frustration is also a form of passion. Like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I, I want to do something else differently. Yeah, it doesn't have to be something that makes you angry. I mean, something that gets under your skin and you think, wouldn't it be nice if that existed? Or mm -hmm. I really wish that looked, I really, I really wish I could upgrade that to something else. These are the these are the winning ideas that you can have and you get them. I, I get my all my ideas when I meditate or when I go for a walk in the woods or something. And it hits you in the head and you think, you know, that is something worth working on. And, you know, all my life I've read biographies of successful men and women in, in all kinds of, of uh, categories of life, not just business, but in arts and music and, and pioneers, adventurers, etc. And I find that same thing with all of them, that one day they had an aha moment and they were totally unqualified, like I am, to, right. to start this particular company, like, like um, Richard Branson with his airline. I mean, his, right. passion, his passion there was because his girlfriend was on an island and he was worried that she would she would leave him if he didn't get there. So he, <laughs> he chartered a plane and, and, and sold the seats and got to see his girlfriend. And in doing that changed his life. You know, now he becomes an airline, um, you know, magnet 
uh, we was. <laughs> right. So, not so right much now, <laughs> the airline industry is not doing very well. Right, right now, he right? wishes he hadn't had that brilliant idea at the time. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? We need to find out all the people in the world who own their own private jet and see if they can lease it to us for short you know, amounts of money, not like the big companies. So we could go see our family members and not worry about contracting disease. I don't know, Trevor, maybe that. It, it exists. So just so you know, that that does exist. And it's because yeah. the, the private airline is becoming more Uberized. If that's, I think that's a word oh. now, isn't it? Yes. Um, and so you can buy single legs because quite often they, you know, they take somebody somewhere and the person they've taken is going to stay there for a while. They have to right. get back to their base. Those single legs can be, you know, I mean, they're more expensive than commercial airlines, but if you can fill a plane, it works out about the same. So if you if you Sounds want to go to San great. Francisco with seven friends, it's probably yeah. it's probably no more expensive than getting on a, you know a, a commercial airline and paying business class. Sounds fantastic. Okay, I, I see. Here we you've already come up with a beautiful entrepreneur idea for someone <laughs> to even who maybe they don't even own a plane, but they maybe know a bunch of people who do, or they can meet people who do and start organizing this so that um, we can start traveling and seeing our family members and not Wouldn't worry about getting sick. So in your book, Three Simple Steps, you talk about meditation and you just brought it up again, that that's where you get your great ideas and you get your motivation and your inspiration. And as I recall, you meditate first thing in the morning outside, regardless of the temperature, right? Right, right. And and I, if, I don't mind, I don't mind cold or rainy weather. I quite like it. So, um, you know, and I've been doing it long enough where I can switch off very pretty quickly, no matter what, I, I, even with noise around me and all the rest of it. Uh, I can do that, but I don't, you know, meditation, it's, it's an odd thing talking about meditation because it's called, it's a group word. It's like, it's like talking sport. Okay. Someone said, someone came from Mars and said, well, what's this sport thing? Well, I'd teach them about soccer. You might teach them about tennis. Someone else right. might teach them about bowling or darts or something. It's a, there's a thousand sports, which in their core, I think have the same sort of goals, keep fit, get some com competitive exercise and also get some stress out of your system. I think, you know, meditation is the same. There's a thousand ways to meditate. So you just have to pick one that suits you. You know, you don't have to do my type of meditation, but the one well, I, I like, one, I like your type. I think it's great. It's simple. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. So it's, it's just basically, I call it taking quiet time and you just basically take quiet time. It's, you can't get any simpler. Right. Sit so in a chair, do some breaths, stop thinking. You can't pick up your phone first. You cannot oh, answer God. any email. Okay, you could grab a cup of tea if you need to, because it, it's cold here in the Northwest at 5.30 in the morning or whatever is your wake up call. And you might need a heater next to you. I would need a very warm blanket to sit outside and meditate. Um, but that's the key point too, is you've arisen from a beautiful night of sleep. You've recalibrated your energy system. You're in a high frequency. You don't wanna watch CNN uh, or read a headline anywhere before you head out however you're going to meditate that's why first thing in the morning is such a great time because your energy is so expansive yeah and i think i think once you break that uh, you know let's say you're, you're going to take med meditation and your phone dings in the distance it's very hard to leave that alone it's very hard <laughs> not to say oh i wonder who that was once you <laughs> right. do that it's, i think it's impossible to get it's really impossible to get back into the zone of, of, of meditation at that point um so so i have i'm very very disciplined and one of the things that's in secrets to a successful startup is the importance of because i work from home and right. so the is the importance of separate separate devices for life and and for business mm -hmm. so so i so my my office i'm in my office now this this office is locked at nighttime mm -hmm. my devices right. my, my ipad my my laptop and my, my and my phone are all locked inside so next morning when i get up there's absolutely no way that i can be disturbed by anything electronic so there's mm -hmm. there's nothing going to that's and very I smart. That, I have to do that because I'm the same as everyone else. I would be equally tempted to say, well, I wonder who that is. 
it might, it might be important, you know. Right. So, so I've learned over the years never to watch the news and never watch headlines. So that's not hard for me. But, but uh, the, dis the discipline of no electronics in the morning is pretty tough for a lot of people. I think it's a new habit you have to get into. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's yeah. pretty tough. And of course, I have the excuse. I have three children and a granddaughter and two more grandchildren on the way. So, of course, I have to have my phone by me, you know, which isn't really true because... All of my children are married. They have spouses, you know, they, they have people in their lives to take care of them. Um, so yeah, so that's my excuse that I need to work on that. In the book, you also talk about that one of the big mistakes that most entrepreneurs make is that they overextend themselves financially in the beginning. You know, you and you write in there, you don't need a super fabulous website. You don't need to have um, a bunch of employees, you know, you need to be smart. And most importantly, you write, you have to be flexible because you don't know exactly what your customers are going to need for you. Even though you've got a great business plan, you need to start working slow, you know, maybe not with a lot of expenses and, and allow yourself to become aware of what the need is and how you can provide it based on being flexible. Yeah, you know, someone said to me years ago, you don't know what business you're in until you get in the business. So just start. Yeah. I was waxing lyrical about this great idea. And you just said, no, just start. And I, and I didn't understand that until I did start my first company. And I realized I thought I was going in, in a particular direction. I had this great idea. I knew I had a, a product I was targeting that I was going to get by the rights to. And I hadn't been in the business very long when when someone came up and said, have you thought about this? And they had the rights to another product, which I'd never known about. If I had if, if I'd still been doing the business plan, still been thinking about it, I would never, that would have passed me by. And so I found myself sort of almost pivoting and going in a slightly different direction. I, I started in the enzyme business and then found myself going mm -hmm. in the B12 business. Wow. And, you, know, I, you can't imagine that, but uh, but it, that's what happens in life. So, so the key thing is to start. But you're, you're right, right at the very beginning. I think we, you know, because the entrepreneurial mindset is optimistic by nature and we tend to overestimate yeah. how good we are and we tend to <laughs> how fast things are going to happen. So, right. No, it's so it's true. It's so it's true. Bumpy. Yeah. You know, so, so, so for no bumpy period, you need to make sure you either have to have enough capital to get through a couple of years, which I did, mm -hmm. which I didn't and, and very rarely mm -hmm. do, or you need to structure your company in a way that you can ratchet up or pull back without right. the, pain of having to let people go and all of, all of that that's why right. i don't have an employee model because right. you know mo most entrepreneurs i meet they come from the corporate world and they immediately do what they did in the corporate world they start hiring people they yeah hire an what assistant. a waste yeah, yeah they hire an assistant you know straight, straight away which i mean you need an assistant for, for your business but i but i did I it right away i didn't have, yeah. i'm so surprised you don't have an assistant by the way i'm very surprised by that but yeah i didn't have an assistant for probably the first five years so the last 15 years i've had an assistant but i even scroll scrolled, uh, scrolled back to part-time uh a couple years ago right. and now now that we're getting busier that's like not exactly possible but that's the element that you're talking about is flexibility Right. Yeah, and, and adaptability. The world has changed. The business world has changed so dramatically in the last few years, and that's going to continue for the next four or five years. I mean, you know, the average life of a of a company in the nineteen fifties was seventy five years. Now it's less than twenty. I think it's fifteen. Wow. And then I think in the next few years it's going to be around the five to ten year period. And the the reason that that's nothing to be afraid of. That's a good thing because that right. means that you have the businesses today will grow fast quickly. And so if you're in that position. If, if you burden yourself with cash flow issues right at the beginning, so you've, you've got a head of sales and you've got a head of, of marketing, wow. a head of distribution, all that, right. you're not going to grow fast quickly because you're going to be spending all of your time trying to keep your employees happy. The beauty of the business model that I have that's in, that's in the book is that it, the business runs itself. 
right. I, if I go away on vacation for two weeks and come back and I'm thinking, oh, hope everything's okay. They haven't even noticed I've gone. <laughs> I like this business model. This is fabulous. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And, and you can contract with people, you know, and when you're contracting with individuals, you're not paying vacation pay or sick leave. You, you, you're, right. you don't even have to agree to a certain amount of hours. It can just be based on your need. It could be a few hours here and there. And that's, I'm assuming, part of what your model is. That's exactly what it is. And, yeah. and, and you know, you're also working with people who are experts in their own right because they, right. they, they wouldn't be offering you their services if they weren't experts. Right. So, so your style of management changes a lot. When I was in a regular right. career with the hierarchical um, sort of macho traditional structure that, that existed, that's crumbling as we speak, um, uh, you know, I spent most of my time training or improving the employee to get them to the level I wanted them to be. Whereas when you're contracting, they're already at that level. They're already there, you know, yeah. You, you, you know, my, I had to learn not to be a, a pain to them by, <laughs> by asking them every five minutes, how's it going, how's it going? <laughs> right, how, right. You know, just let them. So I had to learn trust. It's a different right. sort of mentality. So, so I, le I learned to trust these people and let them work in a fairly unsupervised manner. My role is is direction and enthusiasm, basically. That's that's mm -hmm. and appreciation. Like it's just so nice that someone goes. They're not interrupting you throughout the day. They're in their own part of the world, their own home, most likely. They're getting all this beautiful work done for you, and then they and they're happy because I like yeah. to hire people who enjoy what they do because they do a better job. They they will spend more time actually doing the work that needs to be done because they're enjoying themselves. Yeah, and, the, and and you get to that beautiful moment where everything goes well. And in fact, when the moment when everything goes better than you expect, then you can write them a check and say thank you. And yeah, you and you feel good about it. You yeah. can't do that in a regular corporation because you'd have to give everyone a check. You know, but in this, <laughs> this situation, you can just say, "I really appreciate that." Is is bonus check, and it, it their, their lives light up with that. And of course, they they can't wait to work for you again and they bring other people of like minds to come and work with you i agree i I've, I've learned i've met so many people through the contracting that i do that accountants and bookkeepers and you know different people who do it work for me and things of that nature and we do kind of share information with each other you know we do go back and forth and refer people to one another um, i think that's fascinating so before we went live today when we were chatting benny you and i um and our you know, different areas here on the east side. You said this is the best time ever to start your own business. So maybe you could talk it a little is. bit about that because I know they're going to go out and get your book, <laughs> which can it be found everywhere? Yeah, it is everywhere. And it's also in audio already, which is good. Oh, good job. So, and yeah. and you notice on the tagline, it says a, re a recession proof guide. To starting, um, surviving and thriving your own venture. In a recession proof guide. But the key thing is that I wrote that book three years ago. Wow. So th this recession was predictable. Wow. Not not COVID. Everyone's blaming COVID nineteen. Let's put that in perspective. Five million people are infected. Okay, there's seven billion people in the world. That's point zero 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 seven of the population. So smart, yeah. There's been mm -hmm. been infected. So it's 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 horrible and it's bad and it and I, I don't want people to suffer that way. But keep it in perspective. Okay, COVID is not causing recession. It's probably triggered a panic, which is adding to the recession. What's causing the recession is is corporate stock buybacks, which went on for the last ten years. Basically, corporate greed executives buying their own stock to put up the stock price so that's how they get their their, their um, uh, packages 
that's that came to a, 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 a screeching halt around about November last year. So you can kind of predict. Well, I did not know that. Well, and you add to that the government's obsession with buying corporate bonds, which is basically lending money to poorly run companies like JCPenney. That money's mm. never coming back. So you put all that together and you have 30 trillion money that's disappeared out of the system. That's causing recession. That's a good thing. Okay. I, I agree with you. You shake your head at corporate greed and all that stuff. But it's the best thing that can happen in the startup world. Because mm. when things are going really well and you're a startup, no one wants to talk to you because they, they don't need your business. They, they, mm -hmm. they shut the door in your face. But in a recession, the same people open the door and say, sorry, I was a bit rude to you earlier. Come on in, <laughs> have a cup of tea. What can we do? What can, we do? can we work together? And right. it's, a, it's a completely different mentality. So you, you have the power for the first time. And this yeah. recession, I think, is going to go quite deep in probably two or three years. Right. And we're also moving away from traditional structures. There's a tsunami of people moving into self-employment. That make that's what we want in the startup world. This is right. perfect for us. And so there'll be you know millions of ideas that don't exist today that will exist over the next two or three years to replace the JC Pennies, et cetera, of the world. And JC Pennies was old. It was a dying dinosaur. I mean, hello. Absolutely. I'm surprised they didn't shut their doors. 10 years ago, you know? And, and it was, edit, and you know, if you if you do a forensic investigate, I do this for, for my my website, that we have a membership of entrepreneurs. And so I do forensic sort of investigations of companies that go out of business, because you can learn from it, even though we're small right. and they're huge, we can learn from it. That was a completely male-led company, board ah. directors, executive team, and they had real estate and the Apple VP taking over. Basically a retailer that sells clothes, primarily to women, completely run by men. I mean, you could, if you did that as a screenplay, people would say, don't be ridiculous, that can't possibly be the case. It's not surprising that it's swilled out of control. Uh, for me, anyway, it's, it's a fascinating story. No, but, it is but, fascinating. But it, it basically means, you know, so a lot of startup entrepreneurs are now going to have to replace what it was that JCPenney provided to people who wanted what JCPenney provided. Great opportunities. And if you want proof of the, you know, proof of the pudding is always in the eating of it. Um, <laughs> if you look at, if you look at the, the current, uh, Dow 500, mm -hmm. or S&P 500 rather, uh, mm -hmm. half of those companies were started in a recession. And they're massive wow. companies. They're massive companies and they're all successful, okay? That's wow. why they're there. But they all started wow. in a recession and they were all started by guys like like you and I in their garage or in their... In their well, I mean, we make different n zero numbers in our businesses. <laughs> but, but you can't get to that level right. if you want yeah, to. Yeah, right. I, exactly. I don't want to get that big. I, I, I don't want to wear it. <laughs> I don't want to wear a tie or go to meetings and stuff like that. Right. So I'm quite happy to get to a certain level, usually around 100 million, and then I sell. You know, mm -hmm. someone comes in and take, takes you to takes you to the next level. But and then you can the, start another one. I do. That's what I do. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do. It's fun. It's great fun, actually. Mm -hmm. All you all you need is to to meditate, go for a walk in the woods, and come up with an idea, and off you go. This is it's exactly what I'm telling my coaching students. Absolutely, what I'm telling them. So, um, and you coach people, and you you know, mentor people and you help them to create a life if they want it to be like yours or partially like yours, you help them to do that happily and joyfully. And, and so of course people can find your wonderful book, Secrets to a Successful Startup by Trevor Blake. And you're also a New York Times bestselling author of Three Simple Steps, excellent book. I've read it many times. And so how else can people find you? Just go to my website, trevorgblake.com and, and everything that is, all, all my proceeds from books and courses go to cancer research and development. Uh, or, or my, I have um, an animal rescue as well. Sometimes, sometimes money goes. I know you place. love dogs, you know? Yeah, you, <laughs> yes. you love dogs. You've got one next to you. <laughs> well, she's fast asleep. So obviously we're boring her. <laughs> and what is her name? Uh, this is Mavis. This is, Hi, I call Mavis. Her, I call her Miss Mavis because she's a princess. But, um, Aww. 
So yeah, go to the website and I just throw in that there's a no strings attached free download called the practical magic of the five hour workday. I never work more than five hours in a day. Perfect. And um, so I split my day up between dedicated work periods, dedicated off times, like going for a walk with the dogs. Right. Where the magic happens, where the, those right. periods come. So yeah. it's all about that. It's about how to change your mentality to, to, to start. To, and the reason for it is I believe that success and life balance go together. They're not yes. mutually exclusive. Right. Whereas most entrepreneurs I meet are working 14 hours a day, but they're on their third marriage. That's not. Ah, oh, that's yeah. horrible. That's why I haven't remarried. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you want balance. You want to be able yeah, to. Yeah, I, I want to do. You know? And that's why we do the latte runs every day. I get in the car. I may put on a mask. I definitely have my sanitizer, which obviously may be over uh, necessary. Um, but I go and get lovely treats for Courtney and I, and I get to have a moment out. Sometimes I bring Charles. He gets a treat too from the barista just to that's a work-life balance where you have fun and silliness and playfulness and you connect with nature and then you get to hear the wisdom of the divine your higher self your higher consciousness that's leading you and inspiring you to have a wonderful life and create beautiful fun amazing things that uh, you you also just can't wait to have them out in the world I, I couldn't agree more you should write a book <laughs> <laughs> I should write another one I already wrote a book so maybe I, know, I should write another I know, one I <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Trevor, you are a delight as always. I'd love to have you back on the show again. We could go deeper into uh, more specifics of your book the next time, if that sounds good to you, since, of course, you and I know so many people who would love to have the freedom and the joy and the passion of working from home, uh, most likely, and doing something that is meaningful for them in the world and perhaps contracting with others and writing them a happy check, you know, a few times a year. Perfect. Okay. Thank you, Trevor. Have a lovely day. Blessings to you and your family. Thank you, Marie. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. And before we let everyone else go, just want to remind everyone, you are listening to the Marie Manutory Show, and we have open phone lines beginning right now for the rest of the show. It's uh, the next 30 minutes of open lines again. 888-29. No, wait. I'll get the number. 877-825-8828. I'll get it eventually. You know, there's so many numbers in my head. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, you are listening. Take a break. Yeah, we are. We'll be right back with more from Marie. Hello, this is Marie Manucheri. I am extremely excited to extend my online coaching programs. Every Monday, beginning September 14th through December 7th, I will be coaching my second vibrational coaching program. Everything you desire, including happiness, exists in a very high energy vibration. This vibration surrounds you and all of planet Earth, and this extraordinary frequency is also a part of your energy system. Surprisingly, very few people know how to use their access to this soaring energy, and many still have difficulty maintaining a bond with this powerful source. During this coaching program, you will learn how to collaborate with this formidable vibration of energy, a bond that will transform your life in multiple ways. For everything that is meaningful and desired occurs through soaring, high, vibrational energy. I'm so looking forward to my second vibrational coaching program. It begins September 14th. Every Monday we meet in this interactive course. It also has an online workbook and a beautiful self-hypnosis meditation that you will be asked to listen to every day for at least 21 days. 
So join me this fall in learn how to soar your energy and really manifest and enjoy your life in ways you could have never imagined. For more information, please go to energyintuitive.com. Have something important to say? Want to help improve our world? Need to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Our staff helps broadcasters and podcasters create professional sounding audio. Bring your talent and let our experts help you craft a radio show or podcast that best delivers your message. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life and you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut, take two, action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose, to fight for the amazing life you made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. Alternative Talk 1150, local talk for the body, mind, and soul. And welcome back to the Brain Manu Cherry Show. We're live here doing disco dancing thanks to Benny's astute music picking. Oh, well, so thank appreciate. you. Yeah, it's very true. And we just had fun talking with Trevor Blake. Amazing. He's lovely. Super lovely cool guy. Yep. I know we're going to have him back. You know, once I've really devoured his mm-hmm. book, you know, so I can ask him some harder questions, we'll have him back on the show. Um, he's just such a lovely human being. And I love that the, Loved, he, he, was, he loved his mother very, very much. You know, he just adored her. Came from this very big family that was actually quite poor. They're, there's a funny story. It's all on three simple steps. They actually used to live in houses that were abandoned, believe it or not. Um, so very fascinating that now he's this gazillionaire. Um, so we're back on the, there you are, Benny. I couldn't see you. Well, the only reason why, okay. So just for, cause we're all doing zoom and Facebook live and all this <laughs> other stuff. So like yeah. during, uh, when you do a personalized interview with mm-hmm. a guest, there's a three shot and it kind of messes up the, you know, when I re, um, transmit course. it. So I go to a two shot between you and the guest and I remove myself. And then when I'm back in or on the show, that's when I go back on my camera. I'm like, what's up, everybody? You can see me. Like, hey. <laughs> I like the yellow shirt. Thank by the you. Way. It's really pretty. Yeah, yeah bring I them back. It. Sonics, they're not it. they're not gonna be gone. I come on. I've gotta, do, gotta bring them back. Do you think they're gonna bring them back? I hope think? someone it would be an investor, you know, that's kinda like what the last few years have been. I'm not gonna talk sports very much on the show, but no, no, no. No, no, I know. Well, that's because one of my daughters, of course, was it Peyton? Was he like a Sonic Gary person? Peyton, yes. He was yeah, the glove. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Because Mariam, my oldest, used to wear a Peyton Aww, jersey. sweatshirt, jersey, Aww. tank top. Oh, it was nice her clothing <gasps> that she wore all through early adolescence and even younger. Um, so I want the Sonics to come back so that I can watch my yeah. baby's face sitting, hopefully in a really good seat that I hopefully can afford and take a picture of her crying as, yeah. of course, Peyton's not playing anymore. But I, um, I think the area could still use or deserve a professional basketball team again <laughs> just because because the yeah. previous owner kind of took it away from the city. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, in the last few years we had um, the, the talk about trying to build a new stadium. And then they're like, no, yeah. we're just going to, you know, revamp it. And they are doing that. They're doing great. But there was – 
a big complex situation and like hedge fund guy and he's like gonna it's it's all about money it really is just to get him back and sure, so course. someday yeah. we hope and then it's up to the nba to choose and decide or oh. to bring in so it's a franchise deal thing i talked oh. about it earlier and i don't really want to get into it but okay. they they can't just <laughs> they can't just create a new team without approval from the nba but then also other teams w- are willing or will be willing to be moved so then that is another possibility oh too. oh this is just crazy it's like i a, know it's, it's, it's like this big corporation. So before right. we go to our phone calls, and I want to thank everybody for waiting. Mm-hmm. While so patiently. Forever, yes. Yes, yes, so yes. I can answer your, I just want to say, first of all, I'm a loving, loving, loving online classes, super fun. Um, I'm, we have two more weeks of what we have this week and next mm-hmm. week of you got this. It's been very successful, super fun. People are loving it. I'm either going to do another four weeks of the same material, or I could do a volume two. So I would love to hear your ideas about what you want in an online course. We have several listed already. Our psychic coaching one is almost sold out. So if that's something you want to consider taking it just to start to September, you might want to, you know, sign up for that one. I hope that people who sign up for the psychic coaching class know how to run their energy high because psychic energy is a very high frequency and you'll be more successful and feel more confident and have the outcomes that you want if you can run your energy elevated. So we do have a uh, vibrational coaching class. I am teaching some of those principles and then you got it courses as well. So just wanted to say that. Um, and then uh, now we, I'll, go, I'll go ahead and take calls. All right, perfect. And I will give out the number properly and correctly this time and not being rudely interrupted and weird going to the break, but it's 877 Got a little thrown there. Uh, 877-825-8828. And we'll t- uh, start things off with Anna calling him from Virginia. Hi, Anna. Hello. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm lovely. Thank you. What can I do for you? Well, I am calling today because I was hoping that you could um, give me some insight into what I should do for a career. Did you listen to Trevor Blake's interview before we went live? I did. I loved it. Great. I know. Wasn't He's just so lovely. Such a lovely human being. So make sure you go out and get this book. I'm going to be devouring it this weekend. I, I read part of it, obviously, for the interview. Um, but 30 minutes isn't very long, so you kind of have to focus on one chunk at a time when you're interviewing someone. Okay. But do you know what you want to do? Do you have an idea about what you want to do? No, I do not. Um, okay. I like a lot of different things, and that's why it's really hard to choose. I also will get into things and I'll be super excited and then I get tired of it and put it aside yeah. and go on to the next thing. So I actually think, and we're talking about this in my vibrational coaching program, we have been talking about it. I actually think that's a form of self-sabotage because a person can do multiple things. You, you, it doesn't mean you have to have a profession in every single one of them and starting something and getting excited and then having it fizzle away. This is all a lack of self-love and self-appreciation and self-value. So that's what you have to work on, in my opinion. Does that make sense? Yeah, so I want you to work on that. So give me a a list of the three top things that you love. The three top, not 10, 20, but three top. I like gardening. Mm -hmm. I like making things. I uh, build things sometimes. Like what? Uh, What do you do? I do crappy, crappy things. I paint. Mm-hmm. And what do you build? What are some of the things that you build? I built a chicken coop. Nice. Um, 
yeah. I build furniture sometimes. Yeah. Whoa. I, I think that's your career path, by the way. Mm. I really do. Really? <laughs> uh huh. I really do. You love it. And it's, I, I was listening to everything you said. I like to garden too, but I mean, we all know now I have someone who helps me in the yard move <laughs> all the hard stuff, you know, like not Charles. Um, not Charles, right? Charles loves to, but he likes to dig it up. He destroys like, the yard. <laughs> yeah, he really does. He really does. So I, I don't, I no longer want to spread, you know, four yards of bark any longer. So <laughs> I hire someone to do the big stuff who loves gardening is at least I think he does as much as I do. And then I buy bags of things to fill up or, you know, move around and everything's like nice and pretty. So that's how I felt about your gardening. I mean, you're an intense gardener. You love to do it, but you like to build things. You like to see the finished product and the things that you build, you actually do finish it, which is amazing. Would you agree that that's true? Yes, it's really been it's difficult for me sometimes to finish things because I'll get frustrated with them and they're not, not going that. to I want, but I make but myself that. finish them. Yeah, it's lovely. So I think you could even make, this is an idea, and, and notice you do, when it comes to making things or whenever you make a decision about what it is that you want to do, don't get stuck in just one area. You have to be flexible. So chicken coops, I think you should start an online business and start making chicken coops that uh, maybe they they can be delivered fully intact or you you break them down with simple instructions that people can put together because people all over the place have chickens in their backyards, which mm -hmm. I think is kind of gross. Personally, I just don't want chickens <laughs> to lean on so everything. Um, so I like the neighborhood I live in. You cannot have a chicken coop in the backyard. HOA. HOA. Right, you have HOA is right. And so you can't do a lot of things either. You can't change the color of your house too significantly. Mm. You have to get permission, stuff like that. But there are a lot of people who love to have chickens in their backyards. So, and, and on top of that, you make beautiful furniture. I can see beautiful chairs. I think you should make like, and this would be something you could design because you love metaphysics, make a meditating chair or meditating cushions, made it meditating um, being bag chairs, whatever, you know? So, so go ahead and be flexible in your building career and get started, okay? Okay. Are, are you okay with that? Because your okay didn't sound very convincing. Well, I have another question. So okay, I'm a licensed yeah. I'm a licensed RN in Virginia, uh -huh. but I've never actually worked as a nurse. I've been at home with my kids for five years. Yeah. So um, I'm a little bit concerned about going into that field. Is that yeah. something that you think I should do that would make me happy? The only way else I... in healthcare. Yeah. The only way I think you could do it, and and then you could do it part time if you want to is if you become a nurse practitioner and you have your own business, cute little place on your property, you see a few patients a day or a week, that way you could do it. But I just think you're just gonna have way more fun building furniture right now. I think there are other ways that you could help people that are, especially with your RN background, that will be more uh, cons consistent for you. But I don't think you also want like a huge business right now. You want something flexible and fun and you don't wanna be tied to it. Is that true? Yep. Yep. Okay. So later on, maybe more coaching or even intuitive, or you could study some nutrition and you could do nutrition um, type things all on your same property while you're building chicken coops and meditation chairs. I just think <laughs> it's super fun. Doesn't that sound like fun? Yep. Okay. All right. So get to it. Um, and thank you so all much, right. Anna, for calling. It was a pleasure chatting with you. I think she has more of the passion for that too. I can sense it more. Yeah. Right. The yeah. Build, and, and the building maybe, things. The build, and, yeah. and you know what? You don't have to change it. One of the things I didn't say, although Trevor, 
I believe indicated it and it's in his book. Don't spend a ton of money on a website. I'm about to update my website. It's been 10 years, <laughs> 10 years that I have done very little to update anything. Of course, I got the estimate about what it's going to cost to update a website after a decade. It's like, oh, okay. But 10 years is like a significant amount of time. And now we do all these online things. So we need a different hardware, whatever you would call it, coding in the back of the, of the website so we can get things really flowing um, regarding that. So do not invest. I always tell people that I am um, coaching, about their business. Cause I don't coach people to be coaches. I coach them to do other things. Um, but I tell them, don't even start with the website. I didn't have a website for years and years and years, and it's not necessary business cards. Sure. Hand them out, start a Facebook page, get a one page website. If you need to, that you can build yourself, um, but don't spend a lot of money. It's not necessary. Perfect. Great away. Uh, 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manucherry Show. And we'll take now Samantha calling in from New Jersey. Hi, Samantha. Hi, how are you? We're good. We're great. How's New Jersey? How are you doing? Oh, fine. Oh, good. (laughs) Wow. Um, Well, I'm a a stay-at-home mom. Yay. um, We're happy for you, too. We are so happy for you. We're so happy you're okay and you're having fun with your family. And basically your life hasn't changed except for depending on the age of your children, you might be homeschooling now. Yeah, he's four, so, um, you know, it's fun stuff. Perfect. (laughs) I don't have to worry about, you know, algebra. (laughs) And guess what? When you do, you can hire tutors. That's what I did. All my kids are super smart at math. And I, I like the beginning of algebra. That's about as interested in math I was. And so I would just hire tutors to teach them things. Yes. What can I do for right. you? Um, luckily, my husband uh, majored in math. So perfect. You got <laughs> it covered. Yeah. Um, but I'm calling about my doggy. Um, okay. He's well, he's not a doggy anymore. He's 12. And I called you about him before. He's got a spinal tumor. Okay. And he he chews like he mutilates his back paw because he gets Um, Like energy sensations, you know, stabbing, um, going down to his paw from his nerves. It's actually pain. I'm going to say it again. Pain, because you keep using different definition. What did I say last time when when you called and how long ago was it? Um, I think it was close to a year. And um, he told me his pain level was about a six, which he says is sort of odd because people usually give you one to five and he was doing a one to 10. Right. Scale. So how long are you planning to keep him alive? I'm just curious. I don't know. That's, that's my yeah. question because he, he still loves to eat and he loves to play and go for Good. walks and he gets excited great. about rides. Great. But great. I'm great. So but do you give him, I don't want to keep do, him around if right. he's really suffering. But are you giving him pain medication? He's on um, gabapentin and okay. amatidine, but yeah, he's not I, on like a, a pain medication. Why don't we try that? Even if your vets are convinced that it's neurological, I'm not disagreeing with them, they're experts, but I've now two times in a year have said pain first, right? Like it's been a significant comment of mine. So let's try him on some uh, pet friendly narcotics and see how that goes. Does that sound good okay. to you? Because um, you're right. You might do you're, it. Well, if they don't, go find another vet. 
don't, you don't, you get to do right. whatever you want. It's your pet. Of course, within your pet has actually a, a terminal disease actually. And if your current vet won't let you, um, give something that you feel is in the best interest of your pet, then go find another vet that will. So can you tell me what, what, how much pain he's in right now? Yeah, it's, it's high. It's, we're still at six or seven. He's hot. It's high pain. Okay. And you, you know, he's just such a good pup. He reminds me of Charles. Like Charles works so hard to please me. He really does. He works very hard yeah. to please me. And that's how your pup is. And and he may not completely understand that he's in pain. He's just uncomfortable. And that's why he's gnawing on himself to distract himself from the discomfort. So let's try mm -hmm. narcotics. If the narcotics work, great. If they don't, then I would consider, um, I, have you tried acupuncture yet? I haven't. Um, yeah. We... <laughs> he um, like ate a bandage and stuff a year ago, February, he had to have um, surgery and then um, he had another bandage and had to have um, it scoped out and we're still paying off all of that. It's expensive. So, um, yeah. Acupuncture is just really. Of course, um, of course, of yeah. course. You know what? I, I'm going to send him a whole bunch of love and e energy today. I'm going to work on him a little bit today. Um, Thank you. You're very, very welcome. Um, and <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, so if, if things, if the narcotics don't work, then I would mm -hmm. sit down and talk about a plan about when it's time for him to go and, and use your intuition. You know, animals really, they're not concerned about death like we are. They're, they know that they're going to go to a high vibrational place. They know they can come back when they want to. They, they're not humans analyzing and processing death like we do. And mm -hmm. uh, maybe just sit down and start having a chat with him and use your intuition and let yourself hear whatever he might be saying to you. Because if he's saying, I'm fine, it's okay. Or the, otherwise you might hear him say, yeah, I'm kind of ready to go, you know? Right. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. And thank you for calling. And I will be sending him tons of love and energy today. Yeah. Thanks, Sam, so much for calling from New Jersey. And say hi to your uh, beautiful son there. I heard him in the background. It's adorable, like basically. I adorable right i just love yeah. the sounds can't miss love that. it me too uh, love yeah. it all right so 877-825-8828 is the number for the marie manutary show we'll take now uh maria calling in from mercer island local gal so hey maria hi thanks for taking my call of course maria what can i do for you uh well i'm i was wondering if i could get a general reading i'm uh feeling very stirred to um move into something else to do something Yay! else. <laughs> Good. You know, it, it's so cute because uh, uh, I was talking to um, Trevor, you know, a couple weeks ago and I said, you know, and he told me about his new book and I go, I'd love to interview. He goes, well, it's not exactly spiritual. I go, yes, it is. It's really, really spiritual. And look at what yeah. the great conversation we had. He goes, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Like a lot of people want to move out on their own. Okay. So, so why don't you, you're super smart. You are very wise. You're motivated. You, you are not someone who even tries to sit on her laurels. So why haven't you stepped out? I'm just curious. Uh, I think it's the security, you know, um, healthcare and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, <laughs> a decent paycheck and mm -hmm. so, yeah, the, the typical. <laughs> so why can't you have all of that? First of all, you don't have to quit the job you have. You could start by 
um, growing your business on the weekends. You could start by eventually going part-time. I did, um, I, I went per diem. I was part-time and I went per diem. So I was on call with the hospital and I would, they would call me every week and say, do you want to work more hours or how's your schedule? And then I would say, oh, sure, I'll take more hours or no, my schedule's great. So there's ways that you can do this. And actually, most people who are successful in their entrepreneur work make more money than they did when they worked for a corporation. Um, I can attest to that. I make many times more money than I did as a registered nurse. And who I think it paid well. I mean, I think they should get paid more, but they do have a nice income. So, um, so I want you to know that your thoughts about this are irrational. They're not based on fact. They're based on, on what I would call human consciousness, which is not an accurate perception of what's available to us. And that's why a lot of, that's also one of the reasons why entrepreneurship, when people fail is because they fail because they stay in fear and worry and doubt. You already have your plan B, which is great. The job you have right now. Uh -huh. You have a plan B, which is really great. I have a plan B. I could go work in a hospital. I'd have to take some refresher courses, but I could go work in a hospital. I could work in a clinic. I could, I could go back to school and, 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 you know, get more education in the field if I want to and do more things independently, but you have your plan B. Yay. <laughs> That's <There> amazing. <laughs> and, and now you want to make your plan A. So you're super smart. I don't even have to tell you what to do. You're super smart. I just think you have to start doing it. Do, do you agree? Um, I don't know that I agree with the super smart part. Oh, <laughs> you are. You are. Um, and, and so do you have an idea of what you want to do? Um, I know that it, I want to work um, interpersonally with people or animals. Great. Great. So let's get going. Start doing it, start, start practicing, start having fun, start seeing what's happening. And remember, according to what Trevor wrote in his book too, remain flexible, which I think is so important. Before I started to do online courses, I began doing Zoom appointments with clients because they asked me to, you know, I did phone for years. And so uh -huh. I, I started doing Zoom. And then it took us a while. The assistant I had for a period of time didn't know how to get us online. And I absolutely did not know how. So I could have just given up and said, oh, I, I, I can't do online classes. You know, it's uh -huh. too hard. But I didn't. I just kept asking questions. And then I hired different people. And then they figured it out for me, which was wonderful. So <laughs> I think you just need to, like he said, don't wait. Just get going. You don't have to quit your job. Just get going. If magic has this incredible ability, when people are aligned to their higher self, the world becomes very magical for individuals. The universe wants everyone to be happy and fulfilled and inspired and experiencing joy every day. So if you mm -hmm. start to invite that in your life, you will be supported and cherished and cared for and beyond anything you could ever imagine. Great. Okay? All right. Thank you. Yay! Hey, yay. Thank you. Thanks, Maria. Uh, yep. Before we go to our next person, I just wanted to say that what if cards are out now? Uh, we just got them. They're selling pretty quickly. So if you want them before we, uh, you know, order another batch down the road, um, you definitely want to go to the website. Yeah, the holidays so, aren't very far away, right? It's true. The Stocking stuffer. What if cards? Yeah, they're mm -hmm. super fun. Um, I, my artwork is on the, the front and on each card. And then on the um on the inside of the card are what if questions here's one right now i'll just say it what if there's magic everywhere i go communicating to me all that i wish to know um so 
and, and there's another little phrase underneath, but I'll go ahead and answer a person's question <laughs> instead. Sure. That's uh, we got a couple minutes left in the show, so we'll take now Shannon. Okay. Shannon's calling in from New Jersey. We got some oh, New hi, Jerseyans. Shannon. Yeah, a new hey Shannon. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm so happy to be talking to you. Oh, wonderful. What can I do for you? Um, I'm actually just looking for a general reading, and I am curious about my spirit guides. Okay. You have a lot of spirit guides. I could see why you would be curious. You have 11. So, um, wow. I know. It's, and 11 is a very auspicious number. It's actually fairly balanced. I mean, there might be like six masculine energy and five feminine energies, but it's pretty balanced your guide group in terms of male and female energy. Your guides, a lot of them are hysterical. They're like clowns, they're funny, uh, which means that you do best with humor. That's a, a great way for you to learn. It's a great way for you to de-stress. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I, I tend to deal with a lot of things with humor. Yeah, it's really good for you. And guides are always emanating based on their appearance, their personality, um, their skill set, they're emanating to us, re reflecting to us what we're capable of and what we um, are meant to accomplish in this lifetime if we choose to. Uh, so your guides are funny. They're all very youthful. They're like, like on the 30 something, there might be someone closer to 40 or 50 if we were to look at uh, chronological aging and whatnot, but um, very young, vital, high energy, funny being. So, are you, are you like that in life? Do you let yourself have a life like that? Um, yeah, I think, I think I do. I like to have fun. Um, I love people. So yeah, that, that Good. makes a lot of sense. Good. Have you thought about being a comedian or anything like that? Um, no, only because I'm, I can be kind of shy in front of people. <laughs> um. But that could, that could just be, that could just be a belief, right? I, I used to be very shy and now I'm a ham. So <laughs> that was just a belief I had, or at least I think I'm a ham. Um, so, so I, I want you to consider that maybe write some comedy and maybe do it in some, some with some of your friends or make a video of it and start sending it out. I think it's, a, it's definitely a trailblazer for you in terms of opening up other opportunities for you. It could even be something that greatly changes your life. Oh, wow. Great. That's so interesting. I know it's never what you think. That's one of the things that I think is so fun about the universe. It constantly is surprising us constantly. Yeah. And I really need to be surprised right now because I feel like I've had a real um, like lack of focus, especially with everything that's going on. Um, yeah. And, and, and try to just think of this. We're having a pause in the human race and we're all rebooting and that's what's happening right now. We're taking a pause so that we can reboot and show up differently. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And, and I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. And we do have a brand new, um, what, what is that called again? Podbean? Is that what it's called? Podbean. Yeah. So we have a podcast page, a brand new one. You can listen. All of the shows are up there. It's really fun. It's really easy to work. Every time someone downloads, it tells us where you are in the world even, which is exciting. We've already had, um, over 3000 downloads and it's only been up for like a week or so. So um, we're very excited and we're also on Spotify. So if you wanna go to Spotify and listen to the shows, you certainly can. We love that you do that. We, we love seeing it go around the world and we hope that whatever's changing in your life from these shows that it affects you in a beautiful and positive way and you get to live a magical life that you truly deserve. So Marie, that was Pod Bean, B-E-A-N, correct? Bean. Right, like I, green bean. 
I, I, I don't, Courtney, can you, can should, you be. <laughs> should be, I just, am I saying it correctly? Podbean? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Perfect. I can't see the screen is so big. I can't see her face all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you everybody. Thank you, Benny. Thank you, Courtney, for all your help and joyful blessings. Bye-bye for now. Thank you.